Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Center of them all, The Greek, on 940 Wins. Call in 866-801-0940. It is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon. Everybody's always welcome in the Greek Zone. Want your calls, opinion, NFL, NBA, college football playoff, 866-801-0940. We're in the studio, so we're always sponsored by Off Lease Only, offleaseonly.com. Your next used car, that's where it should be. No hidden fees. It is Tuesday, so Ashley is with us. Ashley, good afternoon. Hey. And we got Mike Luby in the house. 47 days to the Super Bowl. I want to ask both of you guys, Ashley, can the Miami Dolphins be fixed? And will they ever, say, in the next 10 years, get to a Super Bowl? Next 10 years? Well, one, they can be fixed. Next 10 years, no. But there is hope. Really? There is hope for the Miami Dolphins, yeah. I just don't – I feel like there's too many teams that are going to be relevant and repeat going to the Super Bowl or winning Super Bowls that the Miami Dolphins, unless they're able to draft an amazing class this draft season and – you know, they're able to get some big names and they're able to really develop a core team that they can stick with because that's a big part is can you develop a team that sticks with you season after season and not constantly be um, at the issue of pe- free agency and players requesting trades and things like that. I feel like the Miami Dolphins are going to be playoff contenders in 10 years. I feel like you'll see them go to a few playoffs in the next 10 years, but to win a Super Bowl, I don't think so. Luby, what do you think? Oh God! Um, I can they? <laughs> what do you sure? say? Oh God! Yeah, can they? Sure. I mean, we've seen a lot of teams turn it around and turn it around quickly. Uh, you talk about the Saints, and people forget the Saints were a disaster, uh, and then they had a, a Katrina, which totally left them without a stadium, and within two years they were in the Super Bowl. So, and you talked about it. getting the right quarterback can change everything. Brian Flores, for as much as he's gotten in the way of the tanking, which has frustrated me because it seemed like that's all they wanted. He's done a lot with a roster that, and we have Chris Perkins on who covers the Dolphins for the Athletic every week, and mm-hmm. he, he he has said at least 20 of these guys, if not 30, wouldn't even be on any rosters, not starting, wouldn't even be on practice squads, and they're playing wow. big roles on this team. So that goes to show you, look, if Flores can do this with this roster, what can he do when they really start putting money into it, and they have a t- their cap space is going to be amazing. So yes, I think they can in a few years. Well, they, I don't know. I really don't know. Like Chris Greer has shown he can draft well. They don't keep the guys that, that he drafts yep. well. There, Jordan Phillips is a guy that was a disaster here, and he's annihilating uh, the competition on nas- the national stage this weekend. So it will be, can they draft guys, and can they keep them? And then, yeah, sure, we've seen in the NFL, you can turn it over really quickly uh, from uh, year to year outside of the Patriots. It's constant turnover. The Rams were in the Super Bowl last year. Right now they're out of the playoff picture. It's just, do they have the right guys in place? And I don't know. I really don't know. And I, I, I harumphed at the beginning because I'm a Dolphin fan born and raised, and I've heard that my entire life, and I'm wishing for it to come. Now, let me ask both of you, Ashley, uh, Mike Luby, join us in the Greek Zone. You guys can get involved, 866-801-0940, the number to get involved. Is Flores the right coach for this rebuild and this team? What do you think about that? 
I think hmm, I think he is. I don't think it's an issue. Again, I, I've said this before. There are some coaches, you know, we were talking about the Browns earlier. There are some coaches who are just not a right fit because you have all these star players and you're still not able to make things happen. We said the same thing about Jason Garrett out in the Cowboys. You have on paper amazing, an amazing roster and you're just not able to take them to the promised land or far enough in the playoffs or win games. I don't think that's the issue in Miami. I think the issue in Miami is they don't have the players right now. So you can't really expect a coach to be able to coach something that he does not have. I think there was a lot of issues with the front office a couple of years back, a couple of seasons back. A lot of players, you know, were not happy in Miami for that reason alone. I feel like there was a lot of underlining issues that I feel the coach is probably the last priority. Now, if the Dolphins are able to draft smart and they're able to draft correctly and they don't screw up all the draft picks that they have and they're able to really build a team that can really win and really play, and he's still not able to help them make that happen, he's still not able to facilitate that, then you look at the coach. But right now you can't look at the coach and say he's not the right guy. You haven't given him a fair shot. Louie, what do you think? Is he the right guy? I think he's done enough to show he's not Steve Kime, like the guy who the Cardinals made their head coach and was gone with him one year. Like he's won three games, and I know it's not enough for you because you need five. But yeah. he's at least done a lot more than guys like me thought they would when they were trading Laramie Tunzel and Minka Fitzpatrick in the first month of the season. So, yes, I think he's the right guy for now. Uh, is he long-term? No. Like, that's what's funny about sports than the NFL. We don't know what five years is going to bring. We don't know what three years is going to bring. I think he's no. done enough where he's the guy for next year. We'll see what he can do with a roster and expectations. Yeah, the Dolphins really, you know, again, uh, this year is a loss, obviously. they got 13 picks in the draft next year. They cannot miss. For the Dolphins to turn around this franchise, this is the draft, along with some trades and free agents, where they can make a huge leap. Uh, whether they finish with four wins, five, three, if they make right selections, they can go from three wins to eight to ten wins next year if they have the right philosophy. I think the thing that's hurt the Dolphins a lot of times is over the last couple of years is management. We don't know who's in, who's out, the coaches, and we just keep tripping on ourselves. And I don't understand why Miami – it's just not a destination for a lot of players, and it's got to yeah. be the front office because it's a beautiful place to live. There's no state tax. Mm-hmm. You're playing football. I mean, there's so many great things, but for whatever reason, it's like we don't want to play here and we're not coming here, and that's one of the scenarios they have to fix. Yeah. They got the money. I mean, the stadium looks beautiful. They're putting up a new facility for preseason and for them to work out in. I mean, they got the tennis court. They got so many things on that facility, but they don't have the right team. And they can add all the stuff that they want around the stadium. Mm -hmm. They got to have the Dolphins. The Dolphins have to play. That's what I was going to ask you. I was like, yeah, you can get all these players in the draft, but if you're able to get any big names, you know, in offseason and things like that, do people even want to come here and play? Because the Dolphins have had this horrible reputation not only in terms of playing and winning games, but also front office-wise, are you even able to get any big names to come and play here in Miami? Well, I think, you know what, players talk just like workers talk. And if there's somebody who's not right or not a good place to play, they're going to tell each other. And that's what I think has hurt the Dolphins and a lot of stuff. Uh, There's been a lot of moves over the years that have been questionable. We looked at Sunday. uh, Loopy was talking about it. You looked at all the ex-Dolphins. Drake, huge game. Kenny Stills, big game. Uh, Tannehill, 6-2. and Uh, The guy on Buffalo, big game. Uh, Minka in Pittsburgh. I mean, just five guys that right now, if you think about it, they're five better than what we have. Uh, but they got all these draft picks, so hopefully they could turn around and the Dolphins could be contenders, and hopefully in three years. Because after a while, 
How many times can you tell these season ticket holders and people, hey, we're going to be better, and the prices keep going up? That's what the thing is that amazes me. Uh, and I've said the Dolphins front office needs some problem, have some problems, and their sales team is great, though, because they text me all the time and email me and call me, you don't want to miss this game. <laughs> Cincinnati against Miami. I'm like, really? No, I do want to miss it. I got, I got Christmas shopping to do. My Super Bowl is 47 days away, a lot of big parties. Ashley, I know you'll be bebopping around. Uh, Luby, I know you're going to be doing Radio Row. Luby, you've done Radio Row all over. What's the difference this time when it's on the home turf for you guys, you and Jeff, where you're going to be doing Radio Row in your backyard? Funny thing is, I think it's going to be t- tougher. <laughs> really? We, yeah, because we didn't. We usually have a hotel and you're within striking distance. I live here, so to me, it feels weird to get a hotel. So I'm going to be waking up early as hell every morning to get down there. Um, the cool thing will be, like you just talked about being down here, like when we're away, I don't party-wise, I don't know what to do because we have to be up so early. We usually don't do a yeah. lot. Because I know the area, because I can trust myself to drive there and drive home, I'll probably do a lot more. And the fiance will get involved, and we'll like that weekend, because the Friday and the Saturday, there's a ton of parties that we always miss. Because we end up saying, all right, we did our work. We don't care about the game. Let's go home. And we always, at least Steinberg does a huge party every Friday that we get invited to that we never go to. So, like, I could see myself going to that party the Saturday night. Like, I could see having more fun this time around because it's in my backyard and I know what to expect as opposed to when it's in Indianapolis or Dallas, or San Francisco, or New York. I don't know the area, so I'm not as in, I'm not as ready to go traveling because I know I have to be have a 4 o'clock wake-up call. Now, you did it, was it two years ago when you did it in Minneapolis yes. where it was brutally cold, right? Yes. yes. How bad was that? That was fun. That was a good time. Uh, it's, it's funny because the people were super cool. It's, so I've done two really cold Super Bowls. One was New York, one was Minneapolis. New York, super excited for, sort of let down. Uh, Minneapolis was not excited for mm. and was treated so much better. Like New York, we were ready because New York has this great cuisine and I love the, yeah. I love the city. But it was like, they were like, yeah, we don't care that you're here. Minneapolis, they treated us so well. Like the people were super yeah. cool. The events were great. It just is so cold, man. And like, that's what I'm looking forward to down here is, yeah, South Florida spread out. I get it. But between Uber now and taxis and stuff like that, you can get everywhere. And getting out and going will be so much easier than it is in a cold weather city. Ashley, what are you looking forward to Super Bowl week? What do you got planned? I know you got a lot of stuff going on. We know how you roll. You diss me at the Christmas party. <laughs> but, what, <laughs> but what do you got going on? <laughs> well, I thought we were going to do a special show from Prime Cigar. We're supposed to do a special show for Prime Cigar and Brickle. Yeah, a couple days, you and I. But I mean, as far as the parties and the jacked up about the excitement, you got to be super jacked up because this I'm- is... You know, first Super Bowl, you're involved in the media, obviously, with sports. And yeah. got to be looking forward to that, right? Yeah, I'm excited. And, I mean, one thing I'm not looking forward to is the traffic. Traffic's yeah. going to be insane. I think they're already trying to open up some lanes, like on the turnpike and things like that, to make it a little le- a little less intolerable. But all the time, they're gonna, we're going to show them that there ain't no party like a Miami party, that's for sure. Oh, definitely. And everybody always wants to come to Super Bowls in Miami. I know they announced yesterday at, at FAU they're going to have a celebrity flag football game. Donovan McNabb and uh-huh. I also believe Michael Irvin are going to be the captain. So that's going to be cool. Ocho Cinco uh, is ca- going to have a basketball game. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's cool. Uh, you know, a lot of the celebrities will be in that. They also said people from the show Ballers are going to come down for that. It's going to be star-studded for a whole week. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Hopefully we get a good matchup. I mean, uh, if it is the Ravens and they knock off the Patriots or, 
I mean, the AFC, if it's the Patriots or the Ravens or the Chiefs, it'll be awesome. I think Lamar Jackson would be the big story because obviously he's a local boy. It's just going to depend on the matchup on the other side. So we'll see what happens. But I think everybody's excited. 47 days to the Super Bowl. It is the Greek Zone, 866-801-0940 if you want to get involved. We'll be back in a few minutes. We'll look at some NFL lines and see who we like and who you guys want to make some money with in the Greek Zone. Peace. In sports, you're either a winner or a loser. Don't be a loser. Enter the Greek Zone on 940 Wins and call in to the winner circle. 866-801-0940. It is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Hope you're having a great day and happy holiday season. Thanks for listening to 940 Wins. Hope you wake up in the morning with Jeff DeForest and Mike Luby. Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Always appreciate you guys listening. 866-801-0940. That's the number to call to get involved with the program. NBA, NFL, college playoff, whatever you want. We got it. The menu is open. It is Tuesday, so we're nice enough to have Ashley in the studio. And we want to talk to her right now. We got Mike Luby, also a big addition today because Ricardo missed his flight. We'll find out if that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich Paul, GQ, mentioned him and uh, named him Power Broker of the Year. Yeah. Is he it guy for all the players today in the NBA, Ashley? I think Rich Paul is great. I think he really is shedding that stigma of just being LeBron's agent as if just being LeBron's agent isn't a big deal. But he's really kind of stepped out into his own. And in the interview, he talks about the Anthony Davis situation. And he basically said, look, people look at sports as just sports, you know, just a game, just recreational. But when you get into the NBA or the NFL or whatever, you know, league it is that you're going into, that's no longer just recreational. Now it's a business. So people were, Mm -hmm. you know, people were saying that Anthony Davis, you know, he was a brat and they were calling him all sorts of names for not wanting to be in New Orleans anymore. But the situation was no longer working for him. He didn't just try for a season. He didn't just try for two seasons. He played there for years. It was not working. And when a situation is not working for you in any business, you as the person within that business, whether the business owner or the employee, has the right to either make changes or stick with the situation that you're in. And in this situation, Anthony Davis told his agent, Rich Paul, I do not want to be here. It's not working for me. And Rich Paul asked his agent, said, okay, so let's make a change. Everybody came at them saying, oh, he's disloyal, he's this, he's that. It is a business at the end of the day, and nobody looks at the organization, nobody looks at the NBA, nobody looks at these teams and, you know, these general managers and says, oh, they're disloyal, they didn't keep this player, they didn't keep that player. They do what's best for their business. And I think the whole Anthony Davis situation shows that players have the right to do what's best for their business, for their brand. And that's exactly what Anthony Davis and Rich Paul did. And I think that move, really solidified Rich Paul as a power player in the whole sports agent game. And I think it was a genius you know, move on their part. I think it worked out. And it just goes to show that at the end of the day, if we're going to talk that, the sport, that sports or business is a business rather, then let's make it about business. Let's not make it about feelings. And that's what he did. But bottom line is, too, he's got LeBron. So when you got LeBron, you have the player in the sports world, D player in the NBA, and he wanted Anthony Davis, and they came out, they couldn't get it. I mean, he's got a lot of chips when he's playing poker. Mm-hmm. Luby, what do you think of this guy about his image and what people are saying? Because you got the pro and the con, but do you think he's got a stacked deck going in with LeBron? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's not just the guy in uh, basketball. It's not just the guy in American sports. LeBron is 
outside of maybe Ronaldo or like some cricket player, uh, the <laughs> biggest face in the sporting world overall. And when you have yeah. that guy, you, like you talked about it, when you have pocket aces, it's a lot easier than when you just have like a six and a four. You know, like, yep. yeah, you can be a guy that bluffs, and I'm sure he does bluff, but it always helps to have the cards in your hand. And Anthony Davis went about the, look, the fact that they asked for the trade was sort of jerky, I guess. But he was there a long time, man, and he he didn't do Porzingis where it was just a one-contract mm. guy. He did that second contract. He tried. And the Pelicans maxed out financially, and they couldn't win. And there was they between Holiday's contract and Miritich, like all the contracts they had, there was no room to get anyone new. So what they went and got Cousins, and then Cousins got hurt, and that was the end of it. So uh, Rich Paul did – we have Brett Tesler on, an NFL agent. He tells us, look – Everyone thinks agents are these evil guys. Agents do what the players tell them to do. The yes, players right. are the boss, not the agent. So it's not on Rich Paul. I've always sort of mocked it because I feel like he's just LeBron's little buddy. Wow. But you know what? Yeah. He's not. Mm -hmm. He's proven himself to be a guy that is a force in the sports world. Yeah. And look how it turned out. They're now the team, not in the Western Conference. They're the team in the NBA. And they're one of the yep. franchises, again, like the Lakers are supposed to be in all the sports. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They've turned around. If the Lakers can win it all, I think it'll be tremendous for LeBron. who have three different titles with three different cities. That's something that nobody really has done in the modern era of the NBA. But again, if this kid represents LeBron, you got to realize he is good. You may not like him. His demeanor may be different. His dress may be different. But he is plugged into the young cats, and that's mm -hmm. what you want. And when LeBron gives you a stamp of, hey, LeBron's all business. Yes, he has his crew from high school around him, but I do believe that there isn't anybody around him that's not making the register ring. So if this guy's there, that to me is American Express. It's instant credibility. Yeah. He's got it. He's walking in. Young cats coming out of college are going to want on him he's set up i think for the next 10 or 15 years the being the agent in the nba and then when gq comes out uh you know puts a thing as a power broker mm -hmm. it doesn't you know it doesn't hurt it helps and he but has, i think the bottom and he ahead, has um dejounte murray who plays for the spurs who's a you know he's supposed to be a big deal he's gonna be huge in the next few years he just got into it with james harden last night you know showed that he's not somebody you can just push around he's good i mean he has other players besides these two big names you know anthony davis and lebron but of course they get the most attention but i mean like you said a lot of people want to be lebron so you're gonna yeah. that you're gonna have that kind of in your favor when you have the number one draft pick coming out of you know i don't know kentucky oh well this is lebron's agent i want to go with him he may not even be the right fit but all you yeah. know is he works with lebron james Oh, that's right. It's good enough for LeBron. And then Paul, uh, his story is interesting. I mean, you know, if you'll read about him, he started out very small time selling memorabilia years ago. Uh, and it just parlayed into different things, got hooked up with LeBron, and he delivered. So, again, my motto is if you're making a register ring, I want you on my team. It is the Greek Zone. It is Tuesday afternoon. We appreciate you guys always listening. 866-801-0940. Make sure you wake up with Mike Luby and Jeff DeForest every morning because that's what I do when I look in the mirror. <laughs> Ashley, always great to have you in studio. We appreciate everything you did. Don't worry about the Christmas party. I'm over it. You can diss me. It's all right. We have <laughs> oh a way for goodness. you to get out of the doghouse. We'll talk about it later. We'll be back in the Greek Zone. Peace.